Hey everyone, this is X O'Connor and you are listening to the Full Circle Music Show, the why of the music business. This week we have part two of our live from backstage at the K-Love Fan Awards event and we are excited to share with you a bunch more interviews with some fantastic artists from such a great night that we had there. But before we get into that, we just wanted to start out reminding you guys that later this month, the end of July, we're going to be trying something brand new with our podcast. We're going to be doing a four-week marketing series that can show you how you can improve and grow your audience to help your music reach even more people. And this might sound like it, maybe it doesn't apply to you, but this is going to be geared specifically towards songwriters, producers, artists. It's just really basic information that can help you grow your audience and help your music reach even more people. And a lot of it is really basic stuff that a lot of people just don't know or don't even know that they need to know. And we're going to really be diving in to help you draw that curtain back and help you grow your audience and help you get more of your music out there to more people. So great stuff coming up. We're going to have four separate episodes dedicated to it with some great guests. So be looking for that. It's starting the end of July. It's coming up quick. So be ready for it. We're super excited to share it with you guys. But for today, let's go ahead, let's jump back in with part two from the Kayla Fan Awards. We're going to start off with Darren from We Are Messengers, who had just came off stage performing the song Magnify, which was nominated for Breakout Single of the Year. I'm sitting here with Darren Mulligan backstage at the Kayla Fan Awards of We Are Messengers. How are you doing tonight, buddy? Doing great. Honestly, it's been a fantastic weekend. I'm pretty introverted, <laughs> except when the Lord has me with people because I love people. It's a strange juxtaposition. Yeah. But this weekend has been refreshment to our souls to see the industry really just come together in, in a very spirit-filled way. That's awesome. And so what were you doing here tonight? I'm backstage here and all I'm seeing are the people flooding around me. I'm watching a little <laughs> bit of the TV. So, so what yeah. have you been doing here at the show tonight? Yeah, so we played Magnify. It's our, it's our single list, but we were up for Breakout Single of the Year mm-hmm. and we didn't win it. My good friend Zach won it for Chainbreaker and rightfully so. It's an incredible song. But we got to perform it and it was beautiful because Taron Wells had just sang right before us uh-huh. and he got a stand innovation and they were going berserkers and then we were due to start immediately after that and I was kind of thinking this could be awkward <laughs> and so people started sitting down and then we started the song and the small bones stood immediately mm-hmm. and the whole room stood and just worshipped and it was a beautiful moment my voice is tired and sore but one of the things we've learned is that it's okay to be embarrassed and okay to look foolish yep. for the Lord. That is a good kind of embarrassment. So I sang my heart out along with a room full of people who we love. That's awesome. And I want to kind of piggyback off that a little bit because there's something that's really special about this award show in particular. And then this whole weekend is that yeah. the fans are such a driving force yeah. in this weekend. and especially here at the award show, not only the people nominated, not only the winners, but the yeah. presenters and the people that are, you know, performing and everything, all of them are selected by the fans out of a desire to like yeah. connect further with them. What do you think it is about your music that has reached them and, and has inspired them to want to bring you here to share with you and to kind of just experience this whole time with you? Yeah, I think the thing that we do is we don't make up songs about experiences that we've never had and we don't try and use somebody else's language. Every song that we write, whether it's good or bad, melodically or structurally, Mm -hmm. we tell the truth because it's the truth that sets people free. And when you share the truth of what you know about Jesus, then you bring somebody a more clear image of who he really is. 
So it's important actually that I share my view of Christ and you share yours. Yes. And together we make this 360 composite image of Christ. And so people, I think, are drawn to the, the honesty that which we sing to them. And then when they come to the shows, the shows are raucous and messy and loud and laughter and tears. And we don't have sets and we don't say the same thing. And so it matches what the lyrics are saying is that we're fully abandoned to God in what we do. And he has full room, irregardless of where we are, how many people are there to do what he wants to do. And we will not get in his way. So people come with an expectancy that that's what they're going to get. And because God is who he said he is, that's what they get. That's awesome, man. That's powerful. <laughs> Darren, thank you for sitting down with us, man. We greatly appreciate it. Love it's always guys. great. I love you too, man. It's great having you around again. We, it's been too long since we saw you last. <laughs> I saw you in the studio the other day. It's been nice. <laughs> we'll do it soon. We'll awesome. It. Absolutely. Thank you, buddy. We've been working in this music industry for a long time, and I think it's extremely safe to say that there's not many people out there like Darren Mulligan of We Are Messengers. Sadly, we didn't have a ton of time with him, but I think the bit of time we did have was extremely impactful. I know that I've talked to Seth, and we're definitely trying to get Darren on for a full podcast episode because he has such a cool story and amazing experiences and he just loves to share and has so much to offer people in terms of just experience and advice. So be looking for that at some point in the future. I know we're going to see Darren in the next few months. So hopefully we can get another podcast interview with him where we can just kind of dig a little bit deeper. But I know for me, the one thing that stood out from what he said is that truth sets people free. And I love how he described the music as being, you know, it is what it is and it's never the same and when people see the show, it, it really matches what his lyrics are saying. And that overall, we are all fully abandoned to God. That's, for me, extremely powerful and profound. And just being able to, to sit down and, and hear what a man like him has to say is just absolutely incredible. So I'm glad that he was able to give us just a little bit of time and to share that bit of knowledge with us. So following Darren along the stage there was Mr. John Steingard of the band Hawk Nelson. And John has been enjoying a relaxing weekend here at the Kayla Fan Awards. Not something that we hear from all artists. Most of them are extremely busy, but he said he's been having a relaxing time. He flew in, got to sign some autographs on Saturday. We bumped into him. His autograph booth was actually right next to uh, where we were sitting, talking to people. So it was good to kind of catch up with him for a second. And he's been here tonight with Hawk Nelson performing their single, Live Like You're Loved. This was kind of a unique performance for them. They had something happen that he says has never happened to him before. But we're going to jump into this, and I'm going to let John from Hawk Nelson explain what happened. So here they are. I'm backstage, Caleb Fan Awards, with John Steingart of Hawk What's Nelson. Up, How are you doing, What's buddy? Up? I'm Not good. much, man. We're just hanging out. I got to watch you guys perform on the TV here. How's the weekend been for you so far? It's been awesome. Yeah. It's been great. We got in yesterday and. Yeah, it's actually not. It's been like pretty relaxed. Nice. I'm running into lots of good people like yourself. <laughs> it's been it's been great, man. Awesome. So how was the performance? So you guys are here performing at the awards we show? We did. We performed a song called Live Like You're Loved, which is our current single. And I did something that I have never in my life done. And tell me. Tell it me is a mistake that people make sometimes, but I have never made it until now. <laughs> I put the capo on my acoustic on the wrong fret. And it starts with literally just me and this like little track bed okay. thing. And instantly I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And of course, my first thought was, 
Well, obviously, I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> Something else is wrong. They're playing the tracks at the wrong sample rate. That's what's in my head. Yep. And then I look down and I'm like, do I normally capo three or four on this song? And so I had the capo in the wrong place, just like a chump. <laughs> and so I fixed it, but it was noticeable X. <laughs> it was not subtle. And so I worked it in. I worked a joke into the first verse. Awesome. And cool. I changed one of the lyrics and made a joke about it. And from that point on, I was just having such a good time. And any nervousness that I had was gone. I was just yep. like, now it's just like, now this is just funny. And all the Mercy Me guys were sitting right in front of me. They all stood up and gave me like the slow <laughs> clap. And I was like, I just, at that point on, from that point on, I just felt like we were playing for friends and yep. I didn't have anything to prove. And you just so, let it, you just yeah. let it move in. Just do your thing. It was great. That's it was, awesome. It was fun. That's awesome, man. So I wanted to talk to you for a second about this weekend. And one of the unique things about the weekend is that it's really about the fans and the the people that love this music. And so the artists that are nominated, obviously the artists that win the awards, but also the artists that are performing and the artists that are giving out the awards yeah. or presenting the awards, every element of this show is spoken into by the fans. The yeah. people the fans want to see, the people the fans want to connect with. What do you think it is about your music that really has connected with the fans over the years and have brought this desire into them to want to have you here and to want to share with you, question. you know, your experiences? I mean, I think for us, like, the thing that is important to us is we've always been sort of like an energetic, uplifting band. Like that's always been one of the guiding principles of who we are is like, we don't want to write, you know, we're not going to be like the Christian Yonzi, mm -hmm. you know? Yep. So I think clinging to that and knowing that no matter what we do musically, no matter how style might change, we want to make music that's really encouraging to people and also has a, a good amount of energy and is not you know, too slow. Yep. I think that that guiding principle has allowed us to kind of have a place where we have discovered that we kind of fit in alongside other artists who are doing other amazing things that are not the same as, as us. And so I would hope that that's the reason that they've asked us to be here tonight. That's awesome, man. And you know, the power of, of the songs just brings oh everyone gosh. together, man. And yeah. you can see it in every performance, whether it was at the fan zone or here. I mean, the, the people are just, everyone's coming together and just sharing a really cool, unique experience. Yeah, totally. So to kind of just change pace for a second, we're also, you know, not only doing this to give people a peek behind the curtain at the Kayla Fan Awards, but to also encourage anyone looking to get into music and to try and accomplish something that you're yeah. doing. And a question we get asked a lot, are about hurdles that artists have had to overcome sure. in their career. So is there any hurdles that come to mind for you that were a big obstacle just that you had to overcome to really get to where you are at now? Yeah, I mean, I think that a hurdle people don't talk about a ton is the level of seriousness that you take yourself. Like, that is another thing that's been consistent through our 15 years as a band. And I know that's part of our thing, you know, that we don't take ourselves super seriously. And that might not be the case for every artist. I have found that not taking yourself too seriously allows you to hold things a little more loosely. So for instance, like tonight, I had the capo on the wrong fret. Yep. And I had a number of people come up to me afterwards and say, oh, I love how you handled that. Like that made me like love the performance even more. Yeah. Well, like in past years, if I had been taking myself more seriously, I could have let that really bum me out, yep. you know? And that's an example of like one way where just like being lighthearted and not taking too much stock in any one thing can be helpful. And you can apply that to so many things as well. And and so 
hopefully that idea complements some of the suggestions that maybe other artists are making. Absolutely, man. So. That's great. And then one last thing for you. I mean, we've talked to you on the podcast before, yeah. so we might have touched on this a little bit. Sure. But one thing we really talk to a lot of people about is the benefit of having not only mentors along the way, but also people to help champion what you're doing. Yeah. And, you know, to help lift you up and, and encourage you along the way. So can you just give our listeners just a quick rundown, if anyone pops into mind, of anyone that might have mentored you or or given you a great piece of advice that encouraged you or anyone that's just championed you to help, you know, yeah. get, get you through to You know, it's funny. The, one, the first one that comes to mind is from a very long time ago. We were touring with Audio Adrenaline, mm-hmm. old school Audio Adrenaline, and Toby Mac. And he had just freshly become a solo artist. So it was like, I think he was on his second album, maybe. Okay. And I was standing side stage watching Audio Adrenaline play and Tyler Burkham was their guitarist at the time. And he's, I mean, if you know Tyler, he's mm-hmm. a legend. Yeah. He's amazing. So I'm standing watching Tyler, feeling insecure about my own guitar skills. And I said to Tim Rosenau, who plays guitar for Toby Mac, I said to him, I was like, dude, Tyler's so good. And Tim just looked at me and said, listen, Tyler's Tyler you're you. And don't ever be jealous of somebody else's thing, somebody else's gift, because someone is looking at you with those same feelings. Mm -hmm. And not in a way that you should puff your ego up, but just be grateful for the unique experience that you have. Be grateful, you know, for the unique voice that you have, because no one else has been given the voice that you have and the experiences that you have. And so knowing that every part of your story becomes a part of who you are, and it becomes the raw material for potentially something amazing to happen. That's awesome. So I always think about that um, whenever I see someone succeed that isn't me. And I go, oh, you know, like you have the opportunity to experience, you know, jealousy or envy or whatever and go like, well, that's not my story, you know, like yep. and finding the beautiful things about your story seems to be a healthier way to live. That's awesome. That's heavy, man. That's good stuff. We appreciate it, man. (laughs) You're going to make me cry. (laughs) Thank you, John. Appreciate you, buddy. Watching that performance with no audio was absolutely hilarious. Now that I know the story behind what was going on out there, it explains so much more of what was going on in the faces they were showing on camera. It was so cool to hear that story from John and to hear how it kind of ties into what he's saying about not taking yourself too seriously and how, you know, they've been a band for over 15 years and it would be extremely easy for moments like that to just upset them and to kind of deter them a little bit. But they're in a place now where they're comfortable in what they're doing. They're confident in what they're doing and they understand that not everything's the end of the world. And I know, I mean, I was in a band when I was younger and I know from being in bands in the past that it's really easy to get caught up in all the little details and it's really easy to allow those little things like that to really take control of you and to take your vision off of why you are doing the things that you're doing and not taking yourself too seriously, I think really ties right in with what multiple people have kind of already voiced tonight in some way, that you're being brought to where you need to be to be effective. And what's guided you to this place is happening for a reason. And I think it's a great message from John, and I'm glad he was able to share that with us. It was also great that he was able to spend so much time with us. He caught us right in the right moment as the lines were dying down. But up next, we had a young gentleman stroll up as we were wrapping up with John. We've got 
Torin Wells, who had just performed the song Hills and Valleys, and then he actually got to sing some background vocals as a part of Crowder's performance, along with a few other extremely talented artists. We'll let him tell you a little bit more about that. All right, we're sitting backstage still. K-Love Fan Awards with Torin Wells. How are you doing yeah, tonight, man, my friend? I'm doing good. I'm doing very good. How's the, uh, has the weekend been treating you right? It's been great. It's awesome. been great connecting with all the fans and hanging out, man. It's and cool. What have you participated in this evening? This evening, I sang my song Hills and Valleys awesome. as a part of a new artist feature. Cool. And then I just got off stage with David Crowder. I sang some background vocals with Mike Donahue, Jasmine Murray, yep, yep, and Sarah Reeves and awesome. Colton Dixon. Awesome. So, yeah, it was cool. That sounds like fun. Yeah, it was really dope. That's awesome. And the cool thing about this weekend is like fans get to see and experience stuff like that. And yeah. another really unique thing about this weekend and this whole show in particular is that the fans are really involved with not only nominating artists for awards and helping select who wins the awards, but yeah. also all the presenters, all the performers, everyone is here because the fans want to see mm-hmm. and connect and hear from them. So right. one thing we've been trying to find out from people is what do you think connects fans with your music specifically? Like, what do you think inspired them to want to bring you here to share with them and to kind of interact with you and and be in this weekend and in this moment with you? That's a really good question. I think that this will not be the most uncommon answer, but it is really a connectivity just between people's experiences and how songs speak from one personal perspective, but connect with so many people on such a broad spectrum. So I think that the people that you're seeing at these awards are those in particular who are writing songs that this audience resonates with. Mm-hmm. With my song Hills and Valleys, people asked me what the inspiration for it was, and it was just watching life happen to other people as it happened to me as well. Yeah, You know, I'm on staff at my church in Houston, and I get to experience the joys people go through and unfortunately the tragedies people go through Mm -hmm. on a personal kind of pastoral level. So that's where I write songs from is, is to speak to people in that place. And I think ultimately that endears you to the audience. That's awesome, man. And I I think you're right on it, man. And you can see in all the performances tonight, there is just that deep connection of people just sharing what they feel through all Mm -hmm. of these songs. Right. So if you don't mind, can we talk for a minute about your journey to where you are now? Yeah. And on your path to coming, even just to this moment right now here at the Kayla Fan Awards, were there any obstacles that stick out to you that you had to like severely overcome? Something that just really felt, you felt like was in your path that you just needed to get past here and the path might open up a little further for you. Is there anything anything that like like that that sticks out in your mind? I'd say myself. You know, I have to get past myself and I have to get past myself every day. Yeah. And in different ways, I mean, two ways that kind of seem oppositional toward each other. One, in that I have to get past my feeling of inadequacy. Mm-hmm. And then if we happen to have a dope moment, I have to get past the place of like I've arrived or, yeah. you know. You have to take yourself out of it. Yeah, I got to take myself out of it. So have to get past myself. And the only place you can really do that is prayer and serving others. And so for me, what has been maybe not 
important in overcoming obstacles, but creating an opportunity is serving in my local church. That to me opens the door to everything else. And so I think that's how I'm here. It's just being faithful in the things that God has put in front of me and moving forward from there. That's awesome, man. And one last question for you. At Full Circle Music, we not only we do production and all this, we have an online academy and everything. And we really try to help encourage people that are looking to get into music. And we just really want to help people make the best music they can. And one thing we really try to do is to to teach people through experience and through learning through other people's yeah. experiences. And I know you mentioned your church and a lot of the support you've gotten through there and everything. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, do you have any mentors or people that have really helped champion you through your entire journey? Yeah. Well, I have had people. I've had specific people like, David Moorhead, Mark Hopper. I've had people like Aaron Lindsay and of course my parents and all of that. My father-in-law has been very instrumental in my life. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily point to them as far as giving me the mindset required to do this mm-hmm. because people can feed you information and give you opportunity all day long, but kind of rises and falls on your mindset. How do you view what God has called you to do and how committed to it are you? And are you willing to traverse some rocky terrain to get to where God has called you? I think a lot of people give up a little too soon on the thing that God has spoken over their life. My encouragement for particularly a new artist would be to invest in yourself and not expect everybody else to. Because some people are going to give you time and some people are going to give you words of encouragement and that's going to be great. And some people will come alongside you and champion you. And that's important. But ultimately, what you do with what they do for you is your choice. So that that would be my encouragement. There's no greater investment than your investment in yourself and your investment in others. That's awesome. Mr. Wells, thank you so much for sitting yes, down with us, man. We appreciate yeah, man. it. I just want to take a second and just reiterate something Torn said right there at the end. There is no greater investment than your investment in yourself and your investment in others. I know as he was talking, I was taking notes, and that's something I wrote down in all capital letters in as dark a bold print as I could. I mean, that just impacted me right there because it's so true. You can be led to places. You can be encouraged to do things. You can be shown the way, but ultimately it's what you do with that guidance and that encouragement. And it's on you to take that and to express it and to give back with it. And I think that's an incredibly powerful statement from Torin. So I'm glad he was able to share that with us. And what a cool point of view and and just a cool insight into his mind and to how it's been for him as an artist. So we're grateful to have him sit down with us. As the line is thinning out, the end of the night is approaching. We've got just a few more people waiting in line to sit down with us. We've got Chris Kilala here from Jesus Culture, who they just got off stage from performing their song Fierce, which is also nominated for Worship Song of the Year. Let's just dive right in here with Chris Kilala.
So still sitting backstage here at the Kayla Fan Awards. It's been a crazy night. I'm with Chris from Jesus Culture. Yep. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well. I just watched your performance <laughs> from back here. I can't hear anything because they've got the sound turned off, but how did it go out front? Tell me it, about what you guys did. It was a lot of fun. We did a song called Fierce that was on our last Jesus Culture Live album. And so, yeah, it was super fun. Awesome. Have you been here all weekend? Like, did you do the fan zone and all that? Or are you just kind of, you guys just getting here for the show tonight? Well, we got in Friday and my wife's here and her uh-huh. birthday was yesterday. So we cool. celebrated her birthday with some friends. But yeah, awesome. yeah, just getting it, getting a feel for it. It was our first Caleb event. So very cool, man. And I kind of want to segue into the cool thing about this event and the award show, but the whole weekend in general is that the fans really speak into every aspect of what's going on here, not just the people that are nominated for awards or that are, you know, even winning the awards, but the presenters and the performance, like literally the fans have spoken into everyone that's here. So with that in mind, what do you think it is about your music that's kind of connected with the fans to where they've wanted to have you here where they've spoken into like bringing you here to to share this experience with them well for one i just want to say we're super honored yeah Yeah. we've just been so blessed by you know the response we've gotten to our music throughout the years but radio is fairly new to us like Mm -hmm. fierce is actually the first jesus culture song to be on there so it was just like that alone was huge for us but we've heard so many amazing testimonies whether it's through that song or through you know some of our other songs miracles is one that i wrote that was on our last the same album and i'm just hearing how god has used that song to minister to people no matter where they're at and that song was written in a very out of a very personal time my wife and i we walked through losing our son at childbirth and you know we was a song we had to write so for us hearing how you know the people sort of have taken those songs and, and been ministered to is just, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing that how God takes you know, even our, you know, our darkest moments and, and uses them and, and to minister to people and bring hope to in life to them. So yeah, it's just, it's awesome. So again, this event is huge to be a part of, you know, so many, I don't call them fans, whatever, some friends, supporters yeah. that have just been blessed and ministered. It's a church really. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a cool experience in that you're absolutely right. It's, it's not fans and artists or, or anything like that. It's literally just a group of people coming together to just share something really special yeah it's awesome so to kind of go more into you guys as like artists and all that talk to me for a second if you don't mind about your journey and like was there a huge hurdle that you guys found collectively that you had to overcome in order to kind of get to where you are right now (laughs) tour life everything that comes (laughs) along with that no uh, i mean there's been a lot of them we've been together we started as a youth group up in northern california it's small in a small town so we were just like the youth band going after god and our i mean fast forward we started a church in sacramento three years ago and our who was our youth pastor banning leapshire is now our lead pastor so we've been together for a long time and so yeah. we've been and seen we've been we've seen a lot of things we've been through a lot of things and so i think probably one of the, and my our pastor was just talking about this you know there is a level of success that we've experienced and navigating that like i think our pastor back at Bethel Church where we grew up said something as we were starting to you know tour and do different things he said never let your fame get bigger than your anointing for me that mm-hmm. stuck with me is because like really all we have to offer is Jesus and we want people whether it's through an album or it's through an interview or through an uh, you know a, a live worship now we want people leaving talking about Jesus and, and if they are if they haven't been impacted by Jesus then we've sort of missed it and so for us yeah just navigating you know as things grew as families and all these things that you know life you know we just wanted 
wanted to keep Jesus centered. So not to say that was the hardest obstacle, but definitely keeping the main thing, the main thing. I may, may sound cliche, yeah, but it's it's harder, easier said than done. You know yeah. what I mean? With So yeah, it's just, it's been a really fun journey um, to do it with friends and we've been together for a long time. So that's a long answer to your question. No, no, that's perfect though. And it kind of brings me into to my next question. A, a thing we talk to people that approach us about getting into music and stuff is not only just learning by doing, but learning from what others have done mm-hmm. and everything like that. And me- how mentorships and having people that can pour knowledge mm-hmm. into you is, is a crucial part of not just being a musician or learning a new trade, but just of life in mm-hmm. general. So do you have anyone that maybe mentored you or even just championed you and supported you along the way to help kind of help bring everything to where you are now? I did, for sure. You know, when, like I just mentioned, Banning Liebscher was my youth pastor. Yeah. He's now still our lead pastor. He's been someone that's always, you know, probably saw a lot more in me than I saw myself. Yeah. And so for him, he was always, I used to play drums and I loved it. I was content back there hiding behind the drum shield at church and whatever. And he pushed me out from behind the drums. Like, no, you're called to be a worship <laughs> leader. You know, why aren't you leading your songs? And they're like, oh, I was just so timid with those things. And he really helped me sort of, you know, uh, step into my calling in that sense. Another when Brian and Jen Johnson from Bethel Music have written songs like One Thing Remains and you know just so many amazing songs that we sing in churches they've just been there for me uh, and my wife through so many different seasons of life. And so, yeah, it's just been really blessed to have people in my life that have, you know, if one challenged me, called me out when I was, you know, maybe missing the mark a bit, but yeah, it's I, I, mentorship, all these things. If anybody's listening to this, it's just, it's so important to have someone that can speak in your life. That's perfect, man. Dude, thank you so much for sitting down, sharing with us, Chris, with Jesus Culture. We appreciate you, buddy. My privilege. Thank you. I know I've mentioned this a few times, but throughout the night, There's no audio feed backstage at the Caleb Fan Awards. There's just monitors with the video feed. So it's hard to ultimately tell what's going on. But I think something that speaks to the overall power of the night is how much impact it still had on the people back here just from seeing everyone's interaction, even with no sound, with no audio, just seeing the depths of which people are being reached and the absolute joy and the the gathering of just pure emotion that's occurring out front at the awards is just absolutely incredible. And getting to talk with Chris and to hear his story behind some of the songs they've written, it's just a testament to the power of what's going on here this weekend, especially hearing, you know, again about the honesty of sharing with people and how that can connect with people. As he shared about, you know, how God can take the darkest moments and use them to bring ministry and hope and light to people. I think that just restates something we've been hearing throughout the night that your focus and your intentionality of being brutally honest with people, whether it's pretty or ugly or hurtful or dark, it's that rawness, it's that honesty that ultimately connects us all together. And that's ultimately how we all live and learn and just respect each other and grow together and grow an understanding of each other and ultimately grow closer together and It's absolutely incredibly powerful stuff. And speaking of powerful stuff, my next guest that has sat down, Mr. Crowder, the artist known as Crowder, a man that I've always enjoyed his music of, who, again, seeing him perform with no audio was absolutely incredible. And and I'm anxious to hear his take on what happened out front there because it didn't look like he wanted to get off the stage. I saw him perform... And then I saw him stay out there and other people come out and he performed with them as well. And then I saw yet 
another group of people change out and he continued to perform. So I'm very anxious to hear what he has to say about this, to hear him explain what he was doing out there because there's got to be a story behind it. So let's get right in here with Crowder. We're back here. It's backstage Kayla Fan Awards sitting here man. with Crowder. How are you doing tonight, man, my I'm friend? I'm doing amazing. I, I didn't, I'll be honest, I didn't have a pass. I didn't have a pass and they they weren't going to let me in. Really? Uh-uh. No. I I've had heard to, they've been sticklers about it I'm out there. I'm telling you, man. I tried to, I even tried to deal where you just like look like you know what you're doing, yep. you know, head down. It's like, I got the, things to do. I'm going somewhere important. Walk. I got to go. <laughs> no, nah, he didn't fall for that. He's seen that before. And then it's like, no, sir. And then anyway, some kind of lady convinced him. I was like, I needed to know. I need to know what that trick is. Yeah. He, he's just like, okay, go ahead. I was like, oh it's man, like, she vouches like the, for yeah, you. Yeah, these are not the droids. This is not the man you're. Preventing this is not the man here. you need to keep yeah. out of this he area. He needs to be back here. He's got important things. He has very important things to do. <laughs> so, but we made it. It's great. And here, yeah. and here you are. And who knew that it's so luxurious? I know it's, it's a great so space, luxurious. isn't it? It feels fantastic. You guys are. In the right spot. Mm-hmm. I know. I don't know if you can see. This has been my view of the evening. So I've been watching on TV back here. Oh man, did you see me? I did see. I did I, stuff. But I know I'm amazing. The thing is, it was I didn't, incredible. I didn't How have any sound. Was I? You were incredibly okay. photogenic. Was I emoting? You couldn't oh, hear. Dude. It? Okay. I, I, I couldn't hear it, but okay. I could I feel it. it. I meant it. You, I, yep. I knew that you meant okay. it. Well, so, so tell us because I couldn't hear it. Can you just share with me? It looked epic yes. out there. Tell me. Tell me what happened tonight. What, what were okay. you a part of this well, evening? Um, we played. This single that we have out on K-Love that K-Love has, it's been great. It's called Forgiven. Mm-hmm. So we started with that one. And then Louis Giglio, who's my pastor in Atlanta, Georgia, also world-renowned communicator. He was amazing. He came out and it was supposed to have like five minutes, but it wound up turning into church real quick. Yep. So we we played under that and we're like, the you know, the church band, yeah. which is what I feel most comfortable with. So we were having a great time. He could have just kept <laughs> on going. I'd have been real happy. And then we got to sing a little, a, a truncated version of this other song, All My Hope. And I had some friends of mine come out that are also here this evening. Colton Dixon came out and sang with us. And Mike from 10th Avenue North. And then Torrin Wells, who's, he just got through singing. So those three guys had already sung tonight. And I'm talking like... They blew it up. It was yeah. killer. And so, I, you know, everybody's like flipping out and clapping. And I'm yeah. like, hey, I know them. They're like going to sing with me. They're, yeah. they're in my band. They sing with me. That's great. So that was cool. And then uh, also Jasmine, uh, the Sarah Reeves gal. So we had, we had a little group vocal thing That's gathered awesome. around a mic and a little gospel number. And so that was really fun. But like church. All night, the whole night's really been very, I don't know, intimately church-like. Yeah. That would be probably the words I would use. It's been really cool. That's very awesome. moving, very moving. Yeah, it, it's a special evening, man, for sure. It, I mean, you can just feel the, the energy around here. Everyone's just really connected here. I think a cool thing about this award show and just this entire weekend in general is how it brings everyone together. Like, mm. it's not fans and artists and everything, but, you know, it's just people coming together to I, just experience it and, and be together. That's well said. And a really cool thing about this is that the fans, so to speak, are involved in just requesting who comes out to this like not even just who's nominated for things or who Uh wins things but even the presenters and the performers it's all chosen by the fans so if you don't mind what do you think is it about your music that connects with the fans that that inspires them to like come out and share this experience with them (laughs) i'm pretty awesome pretty great amazing uh it's like did you see what i did earlier (laughs) you saw how photogenic i am right exactly me and this shrubbery beard uh, I just, I don't know. I, I, I think 
for one, I do like that the fans are kind of dictating the whole deal. That feels affirming in a way that, you know, it's not, it doesn't feel industry. But Kayla has been great about making you feel that that you're cared for, but not, not even in the artists, but the listeners, they care for the listeners. You feel that concern and care and make, they make you feel a part of their larger community of, of folks. And it, it extends all the way into their home office as you go there. It feels the same way. There's a culture that they've built that they care about people. And so that's why a lot of, I mean, all these artists that are uh, spending the time and energy on the road and, and composing the songs, working on records, the I think the drive that makes these songs potent is that they're hoping that they're carrying a story of God in a compelling way that other people get to experience the grace and rescue that they have. And to to be in a room with people that, that those songs have had reach and, and effect and, and be lower in the platform and letting us all just look at each other in the eye and be like, hey, man, we're going to have church tonight. Is that cool? And it turns into something pretty pretty neat, I think. That's awesome, man. That's great. Crowder, thanks for joining oh, us man, tonight. Oh, man, no way. Thanks for letting me. Absolutely. And, you, you have all the fun. Like I said, it's luxurious <laughs> back here. They won't let everybody back here. I know. Did you see the sandwiches Barely we got, got going in. on? This is incredible back yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I'm not leaving. What is that, 23 feet long? Door. What is that? That's I, a big I, old I, sub, man. I have Huge. no idea, dude. All I have right. no idea. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. So there you have it. The answer to the question of what was up with his performance was it was not one, but it was three performances. Three performances from Mr. Crowder tonight. Absolutely incredible. And I think something that he said that kind of echoes, again, a lot of what we've been hearing throughout these interviews is that this event has created a real sense of community. It's kind of established like a common thread through all of us here and it removes all the barriers and dividers. It's not classes of people or different people from different backgrounds or artists and fans. It's just people here gathered together for an amazing night of music and to be lifted up. And I think that's such a powerful testament to what this weekend brings to not only the attendees, but the people that are performing and that are working here Everyone, no one's separated by anything tonight. We're all just people here celebrating. And it's it's an incredible and powerful, powerful night and a powerful weekend. And we're just going to keep the momentum going because we have one last interview as the night is growing late. And you can see all the crew guys back here are definitely ready to start tearing things down. And I've got some gentlemen from the band Mercy Me ready to sit down with us. And for some of you that might know, some of you might not know, Mercy Me was one of the first bands that I ever worked with, that I had the privilege to ever work with. And they've been, you know, they were a huge part in just starting my career into what it's, what I've been fortunate to have it become. And I haven't seen these guys in a really long time. So I've been very excited about sitting back down with them. They've just come off the stage. They're goofy dudes and it's getting late. So things are getting a little loopy back here. So it's a fun moment to sit down with these guys having just performed their song, Even If. Here's Mike and Nathan from Mercy Me. So we're sitting backstage here at the K-Love Fan Awards with Mike and Nathan of Mercy Me. Boys, how are you doing? It's been a long time. Very long. We've known you for years. I know, I know. we We go way back to the day. Seriously, we wouldn't. Two of our records would have not been nearly as good <laughs> had you not been a part of them. True. So yeah, well, it was a pleasure. Yeah. It was a pleasure to be a part of yeah. them, and and I don't know that I'd be where I am now had I not been a part. Of them. Hey. <laughs> We're all coming around, man. Right. I love it. So, how's the weekend been, Caleb, for you guys here? It's been good. A little yeah. busy. A little busy. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. You know, they uh, 
it's a great event. Yeah. For the fans, you know. I mean, I think we're we're coming into it going, oh, we got, you know, we got to get our stuff done. Got to yeah. work. But yeah, I, you get here and you realize that people are having fun. Yeah. It's man. awesome. Yeah, man. So I've been sequestered back here in this glorious room. <laughs> they locked all you back evening. here. Huh? Yeah. They, they threw away the key. They took my passes yeah. away so I couldn't get out. Now I have Did like 15 actually, passes. Do on. you actually call this a room? Uh, it's, it like, well, it's a uh, partial space more okay. than anything, right. really. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's a zone. Maybe. Zone. <laughs> like I like that. Um, but so I've kind of just been watching the show from this TV back here. But there's, as you can see, there's no sound. So talk to me a little bit yeah. about what you guys have done tonight here at the show. We actually played without sound. Did you? Yeah. So, it was, yeah. so, so the TV actually might have sound, we and we just wouldn't know. It. Performance. Yeah, it's more of a visual performance. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's art. It's no, it's we very are. artistic. Um, we we performed even if it's our current single from our latest record, Lifer, came out what two months ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's been crazy. I mean, like you said, man, we've known you forever. We've been a band for twenty three years, probably seventeen of those on a on a label and in the you know on radio or whatnot. Yeah. And to still be able to connect with fans, have a song that connects, and then to hear back stories of yeah. how that song, it means anything to somebody as they're going through, yeah. you know, life, which yeah. we all know life kicks you in the teeth sometimes. And, Absolutely. And that's kind of what the song's about. So, yeah, I mean, we're just, we're just blown away. We still get to do this. It's crazy. That's awesome. And I kind of want to play off that for a second, because the thing that makes this weekend so special is the fans are literally involved <laughs> in every part of it. Not just who's nominated, who wins, but it's also who's presenting who's performing, they all speak into who's here. So if you don't mind me asking, what do you guys think it is about your music that has reached this many people to where they just literally ask for you guys to be a part of this special celebration here? I think we've been very fortunate to have some songs that people could relate to in a deep way, whether, you know, early on, song like I Could Only Imagine and all the way up to now, Even If. And the great thing about it is that they're, honest if that makes sense it's not something we fabricated you know it's there's songs that came out of stuff that we have been through things that we were either passionate about and wanted to write about or things that we felt like we had to write about Mm -hmm. to get through it if that makes any sense absolutely i think people have responded to that and i can only really say that because they tell us you know i mean Mm -hmm. either when we're here doing this kind of stuff we're just through social media, whatever the case may be, people are constantly telling us, hey, what you guys are doing is making an impact on our life. And yeah. so that's made the 23 years that we've been doing this a joy yeah. to keep doing it, you know, and we're having fun. That's awesome. Know? That's awesome. Yeah. Guys, you and I have fun. Uh, exactly. Music. exactly. Yes. We're doing music. There's no emergencies or anything. We're here just. We're here just doing something awesome. Yeah. It's Guys. always. It's always somebody else's emergency. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's totally it's a it. phone yeah. call away. Yeah, totally. that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, it's been great catching back up with you, man. Yeah, Thanks man. for stopping by. I think these boys from Mercy Me have been a great way to end the night and end the weekend here at the K Love Fan Awards because they echoed what I think. Now that all the interviews are done, and we've heard you know, 12, 13 stories from different artists throughout this whole weekend. It's that there's one real common thread in what connects all of us together, and that's honesty. It's not fabricating life experiences or anything like that. It's being true to who you are and what you've gone through and what you've experienced and communicating and sharing that in the most open and pure way possible. And that's what brings us all together not just at events like this, but in everyday life. That's what's really binding us all together as people. And it's incredible to actually see and hear it from all these different artists. And even though they all have 
their own different takes on it. Even though we all have our own different takes on what brings us all together, I think the underlying theme that has definitely been at least outlined here is that openness and honesty and truth is what's connecting us all together and what are really allowing us to lift each other up and support each other and carry each other through hard times and through great times. And so it's been an absolute amazing weekend to share with. I know from just a personal standpoint, not just with these artists, but we were at the fan zone all weekend as well. We had a booth there set up and we met so many people from all across the country who were just here to celebrate great music and just having awesome conversations with them about random things just from their kids or the restaurants they own. I'm a big food guy, so I had a lot of great lot of great talks with people that own restaurants, but just pure conversations, no agendas, no nothing, just talking to people and hearing about their lives and what brought them to this weekend. It's just been an incredible experience. Again, we are so thankful that we've been able to be a part of it. Thank you to Caleb and all the rest of the people that came together to put this together and to bring us in. We've been just absolutely thrilled with our time here. It's been so awesome. So to kind of wrap this whole podcast up, I just want to share again that starting the end of July, around July 25th, we're going to start our first series of podcasts. We're going to be doing four podcasts, each covering a different part of marketing and in its relationship to music, how you can do different things to help increase your audience and help reach more people. So be tuned in for that. We're really looking forward to presenting this to you guys. We've been brainstorming it for a little while, so we're anxious to share these upcoming podcasts with you. But again, thanks for tuning into this podcast. You've been listening to the Full Circle Music Show, the why of the music business. This show is produced by the Full Circle Music Company with editing help from Jordan Salamone and Jericho Scroggins. Follow us on Instagram at Full Circle Music Co. We are always updating stuff. We've been in our new studio for just over a month now. We're super excited talking about having an open house coming up. We've got some Facebook Live events I'm sure we'll be doing soon. We'll be giving you guys tours. So be on the lookout for all of that stuff. Thanks for tuning in. We're looking forward to seeing you guys next week.